0: I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Said. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, this is Polly, and you're listening to Polly Campbell, Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy, and we're going to get right to it today, and all month long, I am excited. We are heading into March. Spring renewal, how to recharge, growth, right? We're going to get moving this March because I think it's a good time to do it. The I, I was walking around the neighborhood and I saw the crocuses coming up. And, you know, crocuses always remind me of uh, an experience I had about 15 years ago and I had been diagnosed with melanoma, they found a spot on my knee and they removed it. But I also needed further surgery to make sure that the cancer hadn't spread. And it took two weeks between that surgery and getting the test results back for me to find out if I was going to be heading into extensive cancer treatment and chemotherapy and that kind of thing, or if I was just going to go forward without that kind of treatment necessary, but follow-up care and, and all that kind of stuff. So that was a different two weeks, right? No, it was about this time of year, and I would walk around the neighborhoods on my lunch break, and everywhere I looked, these crocuses were coming up. These, you know, they're gold and kind of orangey and purple, and and their their blooms were just nosing through the soil on my walk. And I remember seeing these crocuses, particularly on the sunny days here when the sun was shining down, thinking, "This is good. I'm good. This is a time of growth and opportunity. And any experience can provide that to us, right?" And fortunately, um, my test came back clear. I have been monitored um, every few months since then, and will be for the rest of my life. But but that's a good trade-off uh, because I'm well, and. I really saw that experience as a reminder that no matter what we're facing in life, there can be times of growth and opportunity and experiences and and ideas that we can use even if we don't like the situation we're facing, right? Even if the circumstances are challenging, we can grow from them. And spring is the time for renewal. And I especially feel like this right now because we have been through... A dark winter that lasted about three thousand years. It felt like, and I know many of us are. I mean, I haven't been vaccinated yet, so I'm still sticking close to home. I, I haven't been with my friends or my family, um, because I'm, I'm being cautious still. However, I know what I'm dealing with better. The day-to-day uncertainty has been mitigated a little bit, and so now this is my opportunity. No more excuses, and. We're going to talk about this all month long because it was a different story several years ago. About four years ago, I was getting up in the morning, heading out to the couch, and just sitting in a stupor, counting the hours until I could go back to bed, right? The first thing I did in the morning was wobble out, get a cup of coffee, and sit there in the dark thinking, okay, i got 12 hours to go. i got 16 hours to go. And my husband would come home from work, and I would say, tell him how tired I was, and oh, I just need to get to bed. And I got tired of hearing myself be tired. And so I decided to investigate that. It didn't give me an immediate burst of energy, but I wanted to feel more vitality in my life. I wanted to feel energized and engaged. I wanted to feel excited about work again. After all, I created the job, right? I'm a sole proprietor, I'm a writer. And I am married to a good guy and I I deal with my arthritis, the chronic illness, but it's manageable I'm doing okay and I was looking at my life and I'm embarrassed to say it but on paper it all looked good I wasn't feeling good I wasn't feeling excited or energized I was spending a lot of time sitting on the couch and uh, feeling wiped out I didn't want to do that anymore I didn't want to go through life that way so I began to look at the smallest things I could do each day to feel a little better And I learned a lot. And I put it all into the book that's coming out this month. Speaking of renewal, You Recharged is my newest book. And it's coming out March 16th. So depending on when you listen to this, you could pre-order now at your neighborhood bookstore, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target.com. If it's after the 16th, walk in and say, hey, give me a copy of this book. And we can go step by step together this month. I'm not going to tell you everything that's in the book, but I'm going to share my own stories of renewal because I'm telling you what, if I can do it, anyone can do it. I'm a middle-aged mother. I was overweight, uh, even more so then. And I have chronic illness. I've lived with cancer. I've had all these things, right? Financial up and down. You know what I'm talking about. Times when I just felt like a slug or a slacker. And yet, I didn't have anything else to give so I began looking at that situation challenging the beliefs that got me there and adding in the things to my life that would help me overcome that burnout and help me recharge and guess what it worked and it has worked through the pandemic too now does this mean you won't have ups and downs no of course not I'm not blissfully happy every day There are challenges in life, but I have a greater ability to see those situations only as circumstances, not something that need to be judged and labeled, and to know that I have the tools to renew and recharge and not be stuck in those uh, uncomfortable places. So today, I want to get into that a little bit, right? We're all facing challenges in our life. Nobody is immune, but the good news is our lives are up to us. There's plenty we can't control, but we can always control how we respond to the circumstances of our lives. And that is no small thing. What we do, how we feel, it is up to us. And it's clear now more than ever that the solutions are not outside of us, right? The solutions are within. Now, look around. You can see people everywhere that are dealing with serious illness, financial Uh, disruption, disarray, stress, and they're thriving. And you can see people that have had a pretty stable experience. Not easy, I'm not saying that. It's been hard for each and every one of us. But they've had a stable experience and they're stressed out and not feeling good at all. So what is the difference? The difference is how we respond to the circumstances of our lives. And that's where I had to start all those years ago when I was sitting on the couch dreaming about bedtime 16 hours later. I didn't want to live that way. So I started learning about it. I started researching and writing, and I started trying out these strategies to get going. So how do we start? I think of the beginning stage as kind of like spring cleaning. We are coming out from that very long winter, and we've had to make some changes to get through it. We've had to be agile and adaptive in how we've lived this last year. With a lot of stress and health and illness issues and schools and job changes and all of that, right? That's real stuff. But now, spring renewal, it's about moving through it. It's about recharging with it, not staying stuck in it. So let's back up a little. Here's how we start. Take a deep breath. Take a look at your life. What feels good now? When you feel energized or excited or curious in your life, or when you feel even just not that bad, what is it you are doing? What is it you are thinking? What is it you are feeling? Let's start there. What feels good? And get clear about this. I know many people, Who were knocked out of their comfort zones and their jobs and their relationships and their hobbies by the pandemic we had to begin to look at our routines differently learn to work differently and how to connect with each other differently it's challenging yes but it's also really interesting if you want to reframe it it's not lost time it's just different situations that we now face have i always loved it no i've been homebound with a teenage girl are you kidding me she told me the other day that she doesn't feel like she needs a mother anymore So can we just be friends? Are you kidding? But my opinion on the whole situation doesn't do anything to change the situation. In fact, it can make it more difficult, right? If you haven't yet had your vaccine or you're still working remotely or even if you're going into the office and trying to juggle your work schedule at the office with your child's school schedule at home, those are difficult things. But viewing them as insurmountable Viewing them as hard or unfair or exhausting is going to make them more difficult. It won't take them away. It just makes it harder. So take a look. Get granular. What are the things that are working for you? The things that inspire you? The things that make you feel good? What are the things you are looking forward to? And right now, I'll tell you, I love that in a minute, I'm going to walk on out and see my daughter on a class break that we're going to joke back and forth a little bit i love that i can do that are there challenges with having us home together 24 7 of course but they're also great benefits we've grown together a little bit we understand each other differently there's been less drama that would often come from school and girl things right so we are here together and That's not going to change in the short run. But I'm going to notice the little things that are good that have come from that. Okay? What are the good things? What are the things that are working in your life? Also, my husband is working home uh, several days a week. And when he's on his breaks of work, like his lunch break, he'll take the garbage out. Or he'll take the dog for a walk or do some of these chores that weren't getting done till the end of the day. That's a huge help. That's a huge benefit. Notice them. Write them down if you want to. It's important that we notice what is working because in the midst of all this drama, there's always something that is working, more than one. When we focus on them, we begin to feel better, less stressed. We begin to see life is more possible. And we are more prone to see the good things in it. Now, step back again. What are the things that you feel are lacking? Just as we need to notice what we appreciate and what we're enjoying, we also need to notice where the energy is kind of dry, where we feel stuck. This doesn't mean things are bad or good. It means we're not drawing energy from those things in the way that inspires us or it excites us or gets us going. So notice the pattern of your energy. What, what are you less motivated about? What feels a little less than, a little off balance, a a worn? Where do you feel stuck? When we can identify the things that leave us feeling drained, we can take steps then to fill those energetic holes. And that's about getting unstuck. That's about growth and renewal and recharging. Energy grows, our moods improve, vitality develops and becomes sustainable when we do the things that matter to us. No, the things that matter, the things that create meaning, aren't always easy. That's a trick, right? (laughs) When have you ever volunteered or had a big parenting moment or done work that really supported your client or your business and it was hard and it kept you up all night and there was some pain involved because you weren't sure how to do it and yet you were engaged because you knew what you were doing mattered. It was meaningful to you. We get a whole lot of energy when we are doing things that feel meaningful, right? This is the story of my life with parenting. Dang, there are hard moments, right? Have children. They said they're wonderful. They say, are you kidding me? It is so hard and so meaningful that when I get even the littlest crack of sunlight, and I got a great kit, so it, it it working pretty well. But when I get a little crack of of sunlight here, I feel like so accomplished and connected, and better about everything else in my life. Right? I feel that with work too. I realized this with writing a few years ago when I needed to go through my own recharge experience. I hit a wall at work. I I'm a sole proprietor. I was writing whatever I wanted but what I was gravitating to obviously were the things that paid my bills the paycheck and those things at that point were well within my comfort zone I'd done them for 20 years I knew how to do them I knew just how to write it so the editors would be happy they'd publish the article I'd get a check There was nothing interesting about that work for me. I I liked what I was writing about. That was meaningful to talk about how people can change their lives and uplift their experience and feel better about the lives. That matters to me. But the way I was writing about them was the same old, same old. The things I appreciate about my job are my freedom to be my own boss, the money I earn doing it. But at that stage, I was lacking the creativity that had drawn me into the profession in the first place. The creativity is the place that adds the greatest meaning to me. I wanted to experiment, learn new things. I wanted to feel excited to do something different, and I wasn't sure how to go about doing that instead of the certainty of doing exactly what I'd always done I wanted to try something new and I didn't know if I could do it so that was scary too but my energy was draining out at work because I wasn't engaged in it it was routine familiar I could do it without thinking about it I needed to plug that hole I needed to add in something novel Different, something more creative right that's what I discovered when I looked at where my energy was draining the thing I was less motivated to do was my work four years ago and now I can't wait to get back to the job and nothing's really changed except the way I respond to it right take a look at your own life what makes you tired what are you avoiding what's last on your list what are you missing What are you doing that is so comfortable now it no longer inspires you or elevates you? When you make a wish, what are you wishing for? Are you doing that thing? What are you doing that feels meaningful, that feels as though you're making a difference in the world? If nothing feels that way right now, that's okay. Don't worry. This is the time of renewal and recharge, right? So we will build that up. And that happens at various times in our lives right? We shift. Our kids grow up and move on and and then we're empty nesters and we feel different during the day and we have to find new things. Or we retire from the job we've always done or we get new jobs or we get a divorce or get married. And we have to rediscover the things within those structures that feel meaningful, And it's that meaning that ignites vitality. So if you can identify the things that are draining your energy, the things you're less excited about, the things that no longer feel motivating or interesting to you, that's good news. Because when we can find it, we can plug that hole with something that does feel more fun. I'll go ahead and say it. It's okay to have fun. It doesn't mean it's easy but it's more fun to try. We can plug that hole and renew. So make your list. Simply start by making a list. That's the segment today. What do you wanna do? I want you to list five things that you really enjoy during your day. They can be the smallest thing. Things that you're grateful for, things you appreciate. great bite of chocolate or time with your kid or um, time of driving to work i had to go to an appointment earlier today and i loved being in the car alone by myself with music blasting so that's something i would put on my list right identify something that you're enjoying something that is working now identify the energy drain where's the lack what feels dull indifferent boring once we know those things once we can identify those, then we go about renewing our lives. Then we go about getting unstuck. Okay? Simply start. Identify the good. Identify the things that are draining your energy. And let's move it back now. Circle it back to the area of lack. Pick one of those things on your list. One of those things that is draining you. Maybe it's cooking dinner every night. Maybe you're tired of creating proposals at work. Maybe your body is feeling tired or unhealthy or overweight. Maybe you're feeling like you're missing friends or connections, for sure. That's real, right? What is one thing you are missing and lacking? Pull one thing off your list that that you want to work on today. And this is easy. Now just wonder about it. Just get curious over the next 12, 24 hours. This thing that you put on your list that you feel like is draining your energy because you don't have enough of it or because you're doing too much and it's not filling you up, just wonder about it. What are you missing from it? What do you feel like you are missing and why was it important in the first place? What has changed? If you had more of this thing, what would it mean? What would it offer? you how would it make you feel get curious look at the quality it provides you maybe meaning creativity challenge those are things that that writing when I started work on another book those are the things that writing that book brought into my life meaning creativity and challenge and consider how you could get those qualities back in life so you want to look at the thing you're lacking wonder about it get curious and find the antidote. In my case, I was doing a lot of magazine articles. I wanted to explore some other forms. I still wanted to do the writing because I loved that, right? But two things came out of that. One, a book proposal. And two, I started this podcast. And those things have really kept me afloat this last year. It's been so engaging and interesting and fun. Hard, challenging, frustrating at times. But I have felt so connected and inspired by these activities that instead of draining me and leaving me feeling stuck, I have felt engaged and inspired at the end of the day. So take a look Doc If you're lacking creativity, if you're lacking connection, what are some things that would plug those energy drains? Just get creative. You don't have to come up with any steadfast solutions today, just the curiosity part, right? Because often it's not the thing we are missing, but the feeling or the meaning we derive from that thing. Case in point, I have missed my friends this year because we have not been able to see each other in person, but I'm having Zoom calls, and when they work, I feel so fulfilled and so much more connected and so much better. Is it better than in person? I don't know. Sometimes maybe because I can see them at times when I wouldn't otherwise be able to. Sometimes I just need a hug and I need to sit with them over a drink and a conversation. But no matter after every Zoom call, I have felt better. Plug that hole. Notice what you're lacking, the energy, the emotion, the feeling. And what are some ways you could plug that? that hole when I was so stuck I wasn't active at all and I was gaining a lot of weight which uh, triggered my rheumatoid arthritis and caused a lot of pain plus I wasn't feeling great about myself I wasn't missing the exercise or activity during that time because you know I don't I prefer not to exercise (laughs) so I wasn't missing that but what I was missing was the feeling of being in control of my body the feeling of the energy and satisfaction that comes when we move and when we exercise, when our body feels strong. My mental and physical energy were drained by the fact that I wasn't giving my body the things it needed to stay strong. So when I realized what I was lacking, the feeling, the strength, the satisfaction that comes with being healthy, the energy and alertness that comes with being healthy, when I begin looking at those things that are lacking, I realized there were many ways I could get those qualities back in. Some of them are exercise, but not all of them, right? I started golfing again. So that was a fun way to get more activity in my life. I started eating better, taking more energetic foods in, more nourishing foods in so I had energy to burn. I started focusing on my sleep, right? What do you feel like you are missing from your life? What qualities would that activity or idea or desire instill? How would it fill you up, okay? Now, write down three things, three small actions you could take today to create one of those feelings, one of those qualities in your life. Want more physical energy? Do something to create it. Eat one extra vegetable. Go for a walk around the block. Are you lacking a meaningful career? What qualities would your ideal job provide? Know what they are so then you can go after them. What is one thing you can do to create that quality in your work today? I wanted more creativity. Now that, I couldn't change my job. Heck, I need the paycheck, right? I couldn't drop my deadlines and my editorial commitments. I needed the money. But I could carve out a little time each mo- each morning to write some new projects. On the weekends, I could learn how to build a podcast and jump in with that. And that infused everything else I was doing okay this might be surprising because often the things that feel dull and boring and draining are the things that at one point fueled us i was always amped up about work i was so excited i could do the writing work that i love i was excited about creating and man for many many years the magazine articles and still even today depending on the article it demands a lot of me it changes every time i write something and it's always challenging but at some point excitement about those things became part of the routine because I knew what it would take. That was good, right, because I needed a plateau. After I wrote my first book, I was exhausted. I needed to to lay out there for a little bit, take the things I knew how to do, and relax and understand what I'd accomplished. That's part of this process. We need to rest after these periods of growth. But what happens is the rest becomes our routine. And when we are stuck in a routine too long, despite the world changing around us, when we are stuck in our interior and internal routine too long, we wind up feeling stuck and stressed and burned out. And in a very real way, that becomes a mental and emotional drain, and it saps our physical and emotional energy. Guess what else it does? It takes the joy right out of it all. Listen, we do not have time for that. We have limited time on this planet. We need to enjoy it. We need to grow through it. We need to feel inspired and excited so that we can feel vital and revitalized. And when we do, we cast that out to the world. And the world changes just by how we enter it, right? Because we're always bringing energy. When we're talking to somebody on the phone, when we're texting, when we're showing up at the bank or the grocery store, when we're going for a walk with our dog and we pass a neighbor on the street, We are always changing that moment with the energy we bring. Energy can be transformative or it can transfer. And we know that through emotional contagion, our energy spreads, our emotion spreads. Think about it, you're having a bad day and somebody walks in and they're in a cheerier mood, that changes us just a little bit. Or the reverse is true, I can have a great day and my daughter will be upset about something and I will automatically feel like it's harder to keep my mood upbeat right that energy spreads we are doing that whether we're paying attention to it or not but when we bring a higher energy and excitement and inspiration a motivation happiness a joy a curiosity into the world that spreads too one thing we know about vitality is vital people share it It's contagious. Have you ever walked into a room or or been in a meeting with somebody where they just have some of what you want? People are drawn to them. They're excited. They're upbeat. It rubs off on us. And that's how I want to be in the world. Not only because that's the energy I want to bring, but because that's the energy I want to feel in my life. And in my book, You Recharged, I talk about how I climb back from being stuck to feeling recharged and how I think you can do it too. You may not get into your dream job today, but if you can create the qualities that it would fulfill in you right now, in your life, no matter what you are doing, and by the way, I think you can, then that transforms all of the energy in your life. Look at the things you have, the things that feel good. Look at the things you lack and then create the qualities you feel that you are lacking. You can do that right now. To do this, we've got to add things to our life that cultivate energy, the things that make us feel good. And we're going to get more into details about how to do that on the next Simply Said. Don't forget to order your copy of You Recharged for more specifics if you want to get started right away. Otherwise, I'm going to give you some specific strategies that you can use to start rebuilding and recharging the energy and vitality in your life and we'll pick it up next week right now pre-order your copy or connect with me you can go to www.polycampbell.com sign up for the newsletter where we have news about events and funny little videos here and there tips about how to do some of this in your own life you can also join my facebook community at Polly campbell author and tweet me at pl campbell i hope you check out this stuff because i think we can all learn from each other And we can all get unstuck. This is the time for renewal. It's spring. We have made it. This is the time to recharge. And when we pay attention to the qualities we want, we can start building them in. And when we do that, I think we will all live well, do good, and be happy. (laughs) And live in a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An Electric Cast production. See you there. Electric Cast. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. The comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Check out.